Good morning, kings and queens, princesses and prince. It is July, oh, so I keep saying July, but it's June 11th, and we're still on our Fruit of the Spirit series, and we're looking at the fruit faithfulness. We're looking at Fruit of the Spirit. We're looking at the fruit faithfulness. As a reflection of our topic, I want you to consider God will always send us back home so that we can go forward. God will always send us back home so that we can go forward. Remember, one's spirit will meet us before one's flesh. Just keep that in the back of your mind. I smile because of the triune of God giving me love. Heaven is at hand. First love makes us. By grace we are saved. Through mercy, hope, compassion, patience, we are rescued and rehabilitated. Topped with peace, forgiveness, and mercy, hope which through kindness creates goodness, gentleness, and self-control. So today, rise, because we're in a stable, peaceful, loving, and balanced environment. I'd rather have an inner house clean than to have the house on the outside cleaner than my inner house clean. Because the inner house tells everything. It may be a house that has dysfunction, full of strife, discord. Everyone is unequally yoked and maladaptive behaviors everywhere. That is, those behaviors that stop us from adapting to new and difficult circumstances. Whenever there's a change, they go flying off the handle. Who wants to live in a house like that? So I thank you, God, for keeping me and my household clear of the inability to adjust to coping with results in an increase in stress and anxiety, self-harm, binge eating, and substance abuse. I'm glad, thank God, that I don't have to live in that environment. See, the more adaptive behavior, the more risk a person in a household faces in either sustaining or increasing the severity of a disorder. I thank you for sustaining and keeping me in my household and my inner household intact with resilience and with the coat of the fruits of the spirit hallelujah so today we let's look at proverbs 11 verse 29 he who troubles his own house will inherit wind and the foolish will be servant to the wise hearted Proverbs 17 verse 1 says, Better is a dry morsel and quietness with it than a house full of feasting with all kinds of strife.
it hurts a parent when a child says that he or she will never ever come home in fact it hurts a parent when they've done everything within their reach always in prayer and in faith and hope to be totally ignored by the adult child and dishonored by the adult child on mother's day on father's day on birthdays and other significant days by the word has thought on this too first timothy 5 verse 8 reminds us but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever and sadly these are still issues that we that are in our homes whether it is inside or outside of the home running away will not take care of the issue because the issue still stands see if a house is divided against itself that house will not be able to stand as in mark chapter 3 verse 25 the reflection on this is that home will always show us the real issues affecting us so i ask what is a home well a home is where we store our belongings we invite friends for meals we fall asleep each night and share moments of laughter and tears silence and intimacy as the vessel for so many facets of life what psychological role does this structure play well a home is our shell our sense of place and our sense of identity furthermore home holds experiences stores memories and evokes contemplation it's a revive from the chaos of the world or it is a reprieve from the chaos of the world providing a sense of security what is more devastating is that the loss or damage of the inside of a home is damaging to to the sense that one may not be able to go on to be productive and accomplish goals remember i talked about all that strife and maladjusted behavior and dysfunctions well this will keep this from happening because one may feel as if there's no place where they can take care of their own self which can have layers of being a devastated experience in america our home our safety of home is even wrapped into our biology in our evolutionary past and we feel safe when another person or dog is on watch allowing our body to switch from a vigilant state to a calm state because we feel like we have our quote-unquote alarm system having a trusting god can do wonders for our safetyness we trust in god have faith in god 100 percent to our safety and covering 
and many of us do not move into a house, a room, in a hotel, or take on a rental without a sacred house clearing in order to remove what spirits are there or we think are there in the environment, trusting that the triune God will invoke his presence and provide comfort, care, and sacred space. When we go home, it represents a physical structure where we ought to feel safe enough to fall asleep. We ought to be able to eat our food and and be able to digest it. We ought to be able to be intimate with others. This represents a metaphor of embodying safety. Without it, the body enters that threatening state, leading to the possibility of a devastating nervous system and resulting symptoms of PTSD, anxiety, or depression. It represents unbalance, dysfunctions, chaos in the home can shatter fundamental assumptions about our world. As a result, we may no longer believe that the world is a safe place, that we have lost our sense of control and achieving personal goals, although we may want to um, believe that we can achieve those goals, and to do that, that is such a large mountain to get over, and that is from having chaos in the home. On an environmental scale, over time, our relationship with the environment of our home can change as well. On a personal level, our livelihood may eventually depend on land that has been destroyed. The house isn't the same. It's just a hot mess, just pieces of shamble. This can alter our relationship with it totally. Things just aren't the same, and our senses have become reactive. As with our home, God is important. What's important is that home is it's pla- it's a place where we don't have to justify our existence, where our welcome doesn't grow thin. With God, we have a place. We, our welcome doesn't grow thin. With Jesus, we are always welcomed. Actually, Jesus is standing at the door right now knocking waiting for us all to open the door to let him in to clear up our stuff. Like home, as with God, we're always welcome. There is comfort, stability, and happiness where when the seasons of life happen, we have a sacred space to reboot. The home should always be fashioned after Jesus, and we always have a key. Psalms 90 verse 1 reminds us, The Lord, you have always been our refuge. Our ancestors made you their home long time ago. And what this means is, The Lord thou has been our dwelling place in all generations, even when they had no certain dwelling place in the world. So their ancestors, that is Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, 
dwelt in tabernacles in the land of promise, as in a strange land, and their posterity for many years served under great affliction and great oppression in a land that was not even theirs, and now they were dwelling in tents in the wilderness and moving from place to place. But as the Lord has been in every age, so he now was the dwelling place of those that trusted in him. That must be what the slaves felt like coming here to America. But as the Lord has been in every age, so he now was the dwelling place of those that trusted in him, being that to them as an inhabitation to the man in whom they had provision, protection, rest, and safety. The slaves had inhabitation, they had provision, they had protection, they had rest, and they had safety. And this, everyone, is great news. So today, if you don't do anything, rise to this. We do have a home, not just a house, but a home. In Matthew 3, verse 2, it says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We can have our heaven right now. God is working within our lives for all who draw near to him. And this, again, is good news. Luke 8, verse 39 tells us that when we do get ourselves together or we're connected to God, we must return home and tell how much God has done for us. Don't hide our progress. Our family and friends need to see what God has been doing uh, so it can be a living testimony of encouragement and motivation. Parents want to see that their children are doing well. They want to see the progress and know that God is working in their life. They'll see their inner spirit and their disposition working in and around them. And remember that the spirit meets before the flesh. And finally, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. So rise for the spirit of truth to come today, guiding us all into what is true. And let us know all about us. And that, everyone, is our real talk for the day. So we can drop the mic on this. Have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord, regardless of whatever may come. Love yourself, forgive yourself, forgive others, and love others. Selah.